This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I love money. Chris Canty, you love money. True, I love money, Michelle. You want to swim in it like Scrooge McDuck? Uh, Hopefully I'll have more to swim in it after they draw the Powerball numbers tonight. Let's go Powerball. I got my five Powerball tickets, Michelle. They're locked and loaded, ready to go. Let's get this money. (laughs) Okay, so yesterday we talked to Booger McFarlane, and he always seems like a man with a plan. And I asked him if he won the billion-dollar Powerball tonight, what would he do? He said he'd wait until it hits the direct deposit, and then maybe he'd go golfing or make some moves after that. But what you love money, Chris. You win the Powerball. What's the first thing you're doing? Because I don't know if you're waiting for the direct deposit. You might be celebrating. Uh, No, I I would wait for the direct deposit. (laughs) I need to see the money in my account first before – I start making purchases, but let me tell you something. Once I see them zeros, once I see them commas, oh, we going shopping. And I'm not talking about buying clothes, cars, or cribs. Michelle, I'm talking about buying teams. I'm talking about trying to buy a piece of a network. That's that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to manifest this generational wealth, Michelle. (laughs) That's where I'm at with this thing. That's what I'm talking about. I not only want to live the private jet lifestyle, but I want all of my family from after me to be able to do the same. That's when you go from being rich to being wealthy. And I'm about that life, Michelle. I'm about that life. So all of my nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, I want Uncle Scrooge (laughs) McDuck to make sure that y'all living good for the rest of y'all lives. That's what I'm about. So you're going full Jay-Z, can't wait to give it to your children. You're thinking long-term. You're playing the long game. Meanwhile, I'm booking a private jet to Italy. We're getting on a boat in Positano. We've got the spritzes on deck. The crop top is ready. You're not going to see me for a few months. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you I love that right the game now. plan, by the way. Shea yeah. Black, underrated restaurant in the world. Shea Black and Positano, I'm just saying. Uh, been there. If you, know, Can't if, confirm. if you know, you know. If you know, you indeed know. Well, somebody else who's trying to add some commas to their bank account is Zach Martin. So he's a six-time All-Pro guard. We know what he is, what he has been, how important he is to the Dallas Cowboys and particularly that offense. He's a team captain, and he's considering not reporting to training camp because of his unhappiness with his contract and Chris, the team's lack of interest in restructuring it. He's going to make about $7 million less than season this season than the NFL's top-paid guards, and it just seems like it's one thing after another with the Dallas Cowboys. There's always pressure for them to win as every year continues to go by and they don't get it done, and now you have arguably the best player on your team potentially not reporting because he's unhappy about his contract. Yeah, Michelle, we got to sound an alarm. When the guy that has the sports character that Zach Martin does says that he's not reporting to camp because he's not happy with his contract, you got to understand that behind the scenes, Zach and his team have exhausted every option that they can to resolve this contract situation. And based on the reporting, this has been ongoing for the last calendar year, Zach Martin angling for a new contract because he's woefully underpaid. To put things into context, Michelle, Laramie Tunzel's cap hit this year is $26.6 million. Zach Martin's base pay is $13.5 million. So he's making about half of the top paid offensive linemen in football. And I get it. Laramie Tunzel plays tackle. You know, Zach is listed as a guard. But let's not forget, Zach Martin in a pinch a couple of years ago played tackle and played well for the Dallas Cowboys. So this guy can play guard at an all-pro level. He can play tackle at an all-pro level. He's just one of the best offensive linemen in all football, and his contract should reflect that. But it doesn't. So if you're Jerry and Steven Jones, 
you don't need to be reluctant when it comes to paying this guy because he's one of the top two best players on your team and he might not be number two. Know what I'm saying? It's him and it's Michael Parsons. And I'm not saying that Zach isn't a better player. That's how good Zach Martin is at what he does. But the reason why a lot of people don't pay attention and why a lot of people aren't sounding the alarm about this news is because they don't understand the importance that Zach has to that team and to that offensive line particularly. Let's think about this, Michelle. Dak Prescott over the last couple of years hasn't been very good when it comes to taking care of the football. He's had 35 turnovers in his last 31 games. That doesn't get better in terms of your quarterback giving the ball to the other team when your offensive line is not intact, when you don't have Zach Martin out there. That's going to be important. And when you consider who the Dallas Cowboys start the season with, week one in a primetime game against the New York Giants, all-pro defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence, week two in a standalone 425 game against the Jets, all-pro defensive tackle Quentin Williams. If you don't have Zach Martin who is arguably the best interior offensive lineman in the National Football League, future first ballot Hall of Famer. If you don't have him in the lineup and have him happy, you're going to have problems in terms of your offense being able to live up to the expectations that everybody in that organization has for him. So, Derry, Steven, this is something that you need to get resolved Make sure that Zach Martin is reporting to training camp on time and that the contract gets worked out. This is not something that can bleed into the regular season. This is one of those no-brainers for me, Chris. I don't even know why we've arrived at this point. He has given you everything you could ever want. Not only the numbers that you just said, he's durable. He's only missed eight games in his entire career, so the injury question is not even there. Yeah, since he he was drafted, what, 2014? He's only missed eight games. So it's not even if if you have a question about his availability. And Dak Prescott recently came out and said there's going to be fewer interceptions. He didn't say 10 like we originally thought, but he said there's going to be less tipped interceptions. But he is acknowledging that that's something that he knows that he needs to work on an area of opportunity as we like to say how are you going to be able to do that if he's not protected why would you even want to put him in that position why would you want to put Dak Prescott in a position where he could be facing those defensive monsters that you just talked about without the most important guy on the offensive line it just makes absolutely no sense to me why the Cowboys could have ever arrived at this juncture with Zach Martin no question about it and last year the Dallas Cowboys offensive line they were really good And run blocking, they weren't the best when it comes to pass blocking. Last year, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line as a unit, they were 27th in the National Football League in in pass block win rate. Now, Zach Martin, conversely, was 8th in pass block win rate. Think about how much he helps your offensive line when it comes to overall pass protection and and fortifying the fabric of the pocket, which is the guard-center-guard trio. Listen, when Dak Prescott needs to step up away from edge rushers, when he needs to step up and away from pressure from guys like Josh Sweat and Chase Young and Hassan Reddick and Nolan Smith, when he needs to step away from those guys, he's stepping up into the middle of the pocket where Zach Martin is, is patrolling. He's got to have that in front of him in order for him to do his job at the highest level. If you take Zach Martin out of that equation, I'm sorry, I just don't have confidence that Tyler Biotish and company are going to be able to step up and fortify that that trio, that, that inside of the pocket for Dak Prescott. So this is something that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones have to get done. I get it. They've got other contracts with young core players that they're going to have to deal with. 
Trevon Diggs wants his money. CeeDee Lamb wants his money. The reports out of Dallas is that they're going to try to get those deals done while they're in training camp. Micah Parsons is going to want his money after he's eligible for a contract uh, in, in next spring. So I, I, there are other young guys that the Cowboys are going to have to take care of. And I understand there's only but so much money to go around. But this is the exception to the rule. You've got to take care of Zach Martin. I get it. He's got two years left on his deal, but he is woefully underpaid. He deserves to be one of the top paid guards in the National Football League. This is a headache that head coach Mike McCarthy does not need. The Cowboys, because of the spotlight, because of the scrutiny, already have enough pressure on them. You don't need to put this on your head coach's plate dealing with the disgruntled all-pro guard in Zach Martin. Pay him. So this is one less thing that Mike McCarthy has to worry about in a prove-it season in Dallas. I was just going to say that, Chris. Imagine being in Mike McCarthy's shoes. He knows the pressure's on him to win a Super Bowl this year, and if he doesn't get it done, he's likely out the door. He probably feels that with every mounting day. And now he's dealing with Zach Martin potentially not showing up. I just I can't imagine the pressure and the stress that he must be under. But from one team that is desperate to win a Super Bowl to another— it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. It's presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. The New York Jets open training camp for the first day of the rest of our lives mm. with Aaron Rodgers. It's been like a dream month so far. I have an excitement about coming down Jets Drive. I think he's a man on a mission right now. Win the Super Bowl or shut up. J-E-T-S! Jets! 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 J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're looking for a Super Bowl, Chris. They report today. It's so weird to see Aaron Rodgers in that number eight, isn't it? And in a isn't new it? uniform. It's just but I could, but I could right. see the But I could see the headlines on the back pages of the New York tabloids, the Daily News, and the New York Post behind the eight ball with Aaron Rodgers in the black number eight Jets jersey. <laughs> Can't you see it? Like it oh, writes yeah. itself, Michelle. It writes itself. But make no mistake about it, with the Jets reporting in training camp, it's a clear and obvious agenda. Win a championship. Even when Aaron Rodgers arrived at one Jets drive, he said that the Lombardi trophy that they had in the trophy case looked a little lonely. And that's the, tro- the championship that the Jets won in 1969. He said that Lombardi looked a little bit lonely. That's so right. even he understands that there are championship expectations with the New York Jets this season because they were able to get him to be their quarterback. That was supposed to be the missing element with this team. They had the skill position players. They had the defense. They just needed the right man at the wheel. And Jets fans are hoping that is Aaron Rodgers. That comes with a lot of pressure dealing with the media capital of the world. A lot of pressure, especially when you revisit what the Jets gave up to get Aaron Rodgers. So when the Packers agreed to the trade, they traded Rodgers along with their 2023 first-round pick, a 2023 fifth-round pick. And in return, the Jets gave up their first-round pick, number 13, and the 2023 second-round pick, which was number 42, and a 2023 sixth-round pick. So Aaron Rodgers knows he's walking into a situation where they mortgaged a lot of their future to acquire him, and that Lombardi's looking lonely. And it feels like he might take that personally and have something to prove. Here's our ESPN Jets reporter, Rich Samini. I think he's a man on a mission right now. Everything I've seen about him, been around him for a few months now, and he's all in. 
now he's really taken ownership. Uh, he's he's running the offense. He's running some meetings. He's coaching different position groups in the OTAs. Even when he wasn't practicing because of his calf injury, he was out there coaching the young receivers, the young running backs. So he's taken complete ownership. He knows that he's got to get these guys all on the same page. It's his offense, and he's trying to get everyone on board. So, uh, you know, if there's pressure, I haven't seen it. Of course, it's only July, so... We're not, you know, we're not going to see it this early, but I think he's all into this, and he's got something to prove to the Packers and, and probably the rest of the NFL as well. Yeah, and that's great. I, I want to motivate Aaron Rodgers because I think it makes for, for good theater when it comes to the NFL season. But, Michelle, the reality is that there's a learning curve when it comes to winning championships. Mm-hmm. You, you can't take just a group of young, talented players that haven't been in the postseason and expect to be able to go on a deep playoff run and have that end in holding up the Lombardi Trophy. There's a lot to figure out. There, you know, you have to learn the difference between regular season play, December, January football, and playoff football. I mean, I, I, I won in 2011 with the New York Giants. Trust me, there was a learning curve that came along with understanding what it takes to win at that time of year when it matters the most. And so that's why this is such an important time with the New York Jets, what they've done in the offseason, and now what they're going to do in training camp in terms of Aaron Rodgers imparting his wisdom to that young locker room and trying to get those guys to understand what the process is going to have to be in order to accomplish the ultimate goal. Now, that being said, Michelle, we don't see a lot of quarterbacks win in the postseason when they're age 40 or older. As a matter of fact, we've only seen three quarterbacks in the history of the NFL do it. That's Tom Brady, that's Drew Brees, and that's Brett Favre. That's it. That is the list. So, I mean, I get it. Tom Brady did it down in Tampa, and everybody's thinking that the Jets can recreate that same situation uh, with their young team and Aaron Rodgers, but there's a difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay? There's a difference. There's a reason why Tom Brady's been to 10 Super Bowls and Rodgers has only been to one. We have never said that Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that we're going to say he brings the intangibles from a leadership standpoint that you're looking for in your locker room. We've said that time and time again about Tom Brady. So I get that Jets fans are hopeful that this is a new leap for Aaron Rodgers, but when I look at the expectations – and then I look at the reality of the situation in the history of the game. It's hard for me to imagine that this season is going to end the way that Jets fans wanted to, just because it's going to be a heavy lift for Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback that this team needs him to be in order for them to win a championship. The Jets are in such an interesting predicament, Chris, because after Aaron Rodgers publicly proclaims that he wants to come there, You really have no choice but to mortgage your future and go get him. Yes, he's a clear upgrade from what you had before. He puts you in a a better position to win. That's a no-brainer. But how are you going to explain to your fan base if you don't go out and get him, right? And do you think that this is longer than a one-year experiment? I know they're hoping that it's longer than that. But given the, the numbers that you just gave us and the numbers that he put up last season, what if physically we don't see an improved Aaron Rodgers from 2022. He almost retired before this season. We don't know where his head's going to be at at the end of the season if they don't get a Super Bowl and don't have the success that they were anticipating. So if you don't get it done, and this was a one-year experiment that failed, and you gave up all of that equity in order to get him, it could be a really tough future that the New York Jets are looking at. 
There's no doubt about it. I mean, how could you have confidence that Aaron Rodgers is going to play more than just this one season with, with the Jets? You can't. I mean, Bill Parcells said it best. Once you start thinking about retirement, you are retired. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has openly flirted with retirement the last couple of years. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we saw his production tail off last season. Now, are we looking at that as an outlier? as an aberration, or is that more of the norm for what Aaron Rodgers is going to be moving forward? I don't know, Michelle, but I would bet toward the latter just because we don't see a lot of players having success at that position into their 40s. You've seen Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you've seen Tom Brady do it, you've seen Drew Brees do it to some degree, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be be the norm for every quarterback from here forth. And that's why I have serious doubts about the Jets accomplishing the ultimate goal. Now, are they going to be better? Absolutely, Michelle. They're absolutely going to be better. Last year, the New York Jets had, what, less than 21 points 11 times in the regular season. So their offense was held to under 21 points 11 times. Aaron Rodgers, over the past three years, was held to under 21 points a total of 12 times out of a possible 53 games. So if the Jets scored last year, league average, 21 points, they would have been 11-6 and six rather than 7-10. and 10. Wow. So can Aaron Rodgers be the difference in this team getting to the playoffs? Absolutely. My question is, what are they going to be once they get into the tournament? I, I don't have the confidence. I don't have that that conviction that the Jets are going to be able to go on a deep playoff run just because there's such a learning curve that comes along with winning championships. It's hard to do. Now, do you have the outlier like we saw with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks in 2020? Sure. But are you willing to bet that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to pull off that same feat after only going to one Super Bowl in 18 years in the National Football League? I don't know. Eight ball says doubtful. I also wonder how he's going to acclimate to New York City, Chris, because right now it is all sunshine and rainbows. They're in the honeymoon period. He is a loving life with the New York Jets. What happens if they struggle? What happens if he has to face the media and and they're ridiculing him and he's opening up the papers here and it's behind the eight ball on the back page? How is he going to handle that? We're wondering about how the team is going to calibrate to the winning ways with Aaron Rodgers, but I also wonder what's going to happen with him if they don't have immediate success. We don't consider that enough. I completely agree, and every team that wins a championship has to go through some adversity. Michelle, when we won the Super Bowl in 2011, the New York Giants, we lost four games in a row that season. When you lose four games in a row in the NFL, they talk about firing coaches, and players start talking about getting the cars and getting the moving trucks to their house so they can go go to their off-season homes. That's what happens. And so every team hits adversity. If you don't have strong leadership in your locker room, if Aaron Rodgers can't be strong player leadership for Robert Sala and Joe Douglas, then I worry about this team wilting under the pressure based on the expectations that everybody is putting on them coming into this season. Well, who do you trust more, Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow? Chris Canty and I, we're going to go to the trust tree. That's next here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Chris Candy and Michelle Smallman on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. We're in the middle of SEC Media Days. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We're talking a little college football. College football is best when blank is good. A little Mad Lib situation here on Canty and Carla. We're going to do that in about 15 minutes, but give us a call. Let us know who the villain is in college football. College football is best when blank is good. But before we get into college football, we need to go back to the NFL. We're bringing in... Shannon Penn, producer extraordinaire, uh-huh. and we're going to do the trust tree. We're going to get into the tree and see who we trust most. Shannon, the floor is yours. All right, special shout out to Eric there, bumping back there with a little Prince trust from Batman 89. <laughs> Love to see it. All right, so simple premise here. It's either or trust tree. Which quarterback do you trust more? I'm going to give you two quarterbacks. Plain and simple, you got to tell me which one you trust more. Simple enough? I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Chris Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? <laughs> there we go. Chris Canty, Dak Prescott or Geno Smith? Who do you trust more? Oh, Geno Smith. He's the one that's in the circle of trust, not Dak Prescott. I can't trust a quarterback that's thrown, has had 35 turnovers in his last 31 games. And Geno Smith, 
was seventh in QBR last year, three to one touchdown to interception ratio, and completed 70% of his passes. And you're talking about a quarterback that has DK Metcalf to throw to, that has Tyler, um, um, that has, <laughs> that has Jackson Smith and Jigba to throw to, that's got Tyler Lockett to throw to. So I have a lot more trust in Geno Smith than I do Dak Prescott in 2023. I do too. Uh, the turnover is obviously a concern for me with Dak, which is why I'm not going with him. But also, I just think Geno Smith is the real deal. I know it's a short sample size for the comeback player of the year, but he was so impressive last year. And it just feels, guys, like at this juncture in his career, after he had to change course and he backed up Eli Manning and Philip Rivers and, and Russell Wilson, that he just learned a lot, right? He learned a lot and he applied it. I love the way that he can be so accurate on the deep ball as well. I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? All right, Michelle. Next on the list, Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow? Which quarterback do you trust more? There's few people in the NFL that I trust more than Joe Burrow. We know how accurate he is. We know how smart he is. We know that he can lead his team to victory. He's going to find a way. He's one of those guys that's going to find a way. Even when his team is going through rough times or if he's not getting protected, he finds a way to do it. I know historically Aaron Rodgers was that guy, but coming off the 2022 season, if we're talking about these two quarterbacks right now, I got to say I trust Joe Burrow more than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Michelle. Joe Burrow is in the circle of trust more than Aaron Rodgers. This dude accounted for 40 touchdowns last year. A lot of people don't realize this, but Joe Burrow is a sneaky good scrambler at the quarterback position. And just think about the weapons that Joe Burrow is surrounded with. He's got Jamar Chase, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL. T. Higgins, who's arguably the the best number two receiver in the NFL. And Tyler Boyd, one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. And oh, by the way, we upgraded on the offensive line by trading for Orlando Brown Jr. So yeah, I feel a lot better, or excuse me, signing Orlando Brown Jr. I feel a lot better about what we're going to get from Joe Burrow this year than what Aaron Rodgers is going to bring to the party. And here's the other fact. We just don't see a lot of quarterbacks that are age 40 or older be productive in the National Football League. So, yeah, I'll go with the young guy. Thank you very much. Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? All right, Chris Canty, which quarterback do you trust more, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? Ooh, I'm actually going to go with Deshaun Watson. And, And here's my logic behind it. Deshaun has... One of the best running games supporting him. They've got a really good offensive line in Cleveland, and Nick Chubb is an all-pro running back. And he's got a legitimate number one receiver in Amari Cooper. And I trust Kevin Stefanski as well to be a solid play caller. This guy is only a couple of years removed from winning a coach of the year in the National Football League. So I'm not saying that he's a better coach than what Russell Wilson has, but I trust the scheme that Kevin Stefanski is going to have being married in a way that accentuates what Deshaun Watson's skill set is and getting the best version out of that quarterback. So I trust Deshaun Watson more than I trust Russell Wilson to have a bounce back year. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you, Chris. I also think without the off-field distractions, without the suspension and the recalibrated period, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him. They paid him, uh, what, $230 million, and he's going to have to play like that guy. But I do think without all of that other stuff at play, when he just had a little bit of time last year to get his feet wet, get acclimated back to the NFL and a full offseason to not have to worry about any of the drama and the press surrounding him, that we'll see a different version of him on the football field this year. Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? 
All right, Canton Carlin here. We're doing a little trust tree. Which quarterback do you trust more? Michelle Smallman, the next quarterback's on the list. Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson? Who do you trust more? Love both of these guys, but I'm going to have to go with Jalen Hurts. He's that guy, as far as I'm concerned. My favorite stat from ESPN Stats and Info about Jalen Hurts is how effective he was in critical moments last season. His QBR ranked top four on third down in the red zone and in the fourth quarters of games. He gets it done when it matters. He obviously led the Phillies to a 13-1 and start. He's young. He's hungry. I think he's going to win the MVP this year. I'm going with Jalen Hurts. Uh, to me, it's Hurts by the slimmest of margins. Looking at Jeremy Fowler's list that he put out on the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL, Jalen Hurts was sixth and Lamar Jackson was seventh. And I think these guys are right there neck and neck. Both of them have put together MVP caliber seasons, even though Lamar is the only one that's got the hardware and the trophy case. But I will say this. I'm going with Jalen Hurts, not because I think he's a better player than Lamar Jackson. I think that's debatable. But I have more trust in the receivers around Jalen Hurts than I do the receivers around Lamar Jackson. With Baltimore, injuries are always going to be concerned with Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham, and Devin Duvernay. They did draft Zay Flowers in the first round. We'll see how that goes. They do have Mark Andrews. But overall, I have more trust in the pass catchers for Philadelphia being healthy and available for Jalen Hurts than I do the pass catchers for Baltimore. That's why I'm going with Hurts by the slimmest of margins. Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? All right, Chris Canton, let me see if I can get you guys to disagree on one of these quarterbacks here. <laughs> Let's go to the Joneses. Mac Jones or Daniel Jones? Which Ooh. quarterback do you trust more? Mac who? Mac Jones. <laughs> I'm going with Mac Jones. Listen. Ooh. Hey, listen. I can, I, Daniel Jones, I root for him. He went to my high school. God bless him. He got his money this offseason. <laughs> but, but the guy threw 15 touchdown passes in the regular season. 15 last year. And, and without Saquon Barkley, I, I don't know what that's going to look like. Now, they they traded for Darren Waller. We'll see how that works out. Darren Waller has had problems staying healthy the last couple of years. But with Matt Jones, I like what the Patriots have done around him. They brought in Mike Gusecki this offseason. They bought in Juju Smith-Schuster. They've got Devontae Parker. They've got Hunter Henry. They've got a solid offensive line. But the most important acquisition the Patriots made was actually having a legitimate offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, somebody that Matt worked with down in Alabama. I think that, coupled with the defense, creates the best version of Mac Jones in year three. I just think he's going to be a quarterback that plays a little bit better in terms of putting his teams in positions to be successful more so than Daniel Jones. Okay, you take Mac who, Mac Jones. Give me Danny Dimes all day long. And oh, I, wow. yeah, Daniel Jones, think about the inconsistency that he had leading up to last season. He had four offensive coordinators in four seasons. I think he had three head coaches. He gets Brian Dayball to provide some consistency for him. It was clearly the right hire. What does he do? 67.2 completion percentage. It's a franchise record. He posts career best in completions, attempts, yards. And interceptions. I think we're only going to continue to see him solidify himself. Well, hopefully Saquon Barkley's on the field. That'll help. But I think that he's going to have that consistency and only continue to grow as a quarterback. So I will Did I not clearly Daniel explain Jones. the circle of trust to you? All right, last last one here. Have a little fun here. Whenever we do these quarterback lists, it's always such and such quarterback after the Patrick Mahomes, whatever, whatever. But I want to include Mahomes in this list. So I'm going to ask you, Michelle, I'll start with you first. All right. All right. Which quarterback do you trust more? Patrick Mahomes or prime Tom Brady? Tom Brady at his peak or Patrick Mahomes? Which quarterback do you trust more? Love Patty Mahomes. Who's not going to take the GOAT? Who's not going to take the guy who's the best quarterback in NFL history? Who gets it done despite any circumstances? 
I'm going. And Tom Brady, by the way, what is his prime? Which year is his prime? You could make an argument for however many seasons of Tom Brady's prime. Was his prime when he went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl after he divorced Bill Belichick? Was it one of the several Super Bowls he won in New England? I'm going Tom Brady all day. Yeah, give me my homeboy. We're going to disagree on that one. I just think the the tools, the skill set, being able to use his legs as a weapon to threaten the defense, I, I got to go with Patty Mahomes. Two Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances in his first six years in the National Football League. Yeah, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Just saying. Did I not clearly explain the circle of trust to you? Trust tree. What a fun exercise. He's Chris Canty. I'm Michelle Smallman. Thank you, Shannon Penn. Excellent work as always. And coming up next here on Canty and Carlin, give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Fill in the blank. College football is best when blank is good. We want to know who is the top dog, who's the villain in college football. That's next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Shout out to the Iceman, Paul Wall. <laughs> oh, for sure. You were telling me your story about when you met Paul Wall. Yes. So I went to Baton Rouge for Bama LSU a couple years ago. And uh, I was actually out with Mike Golick Jr. 
our former colleague here, and we went to one of the local local watering holes, and all of a sudden, we look up on the stage, and who's coming out? It's Paul Wall. He was just there hanging out, and he came out and did a little bit of a concert, so we hung out with him, and I talked to him. I called him George Foreman. He got the joke, um, but it was so weird, Chris, <laughs> because he was showing me photos of his family. They had just gotten a new dog, and it was very interesting for me to see Paul Wall as a family man. You don't really think about that with your favorite rappers. Not at all, especially when he's one of those rappers where they can only show the music video on late night television because it's so explicit. So you go from that to being father and family, man. Not necessarily on brand for Paul Wall, but good for him. He's one of my favorite rappers, too. Like favorite rappers, favorite rappers. Paul Wall is absolutely on that list. So shout out to Paul Wall. Shout out to the third coast and boys down there getting it done. Well, we all love Paul Wall. Let's talk about teams and people that we dislike. Let's talk about villains. Who do you think right now, Chris, is the villain in college football? Oh, it has to be the Georgia Bulldogs, right? Has to be. It has to be. Like, they're going for their third straight national championship. I mean, for them to go wire to wire last year, being the number one team in the land, that was damn impressive. Now, I think some of the things that have taken place this year off the field have made them an easy team to root against. And so I think they have all of the elements of being the villain. And a lot of the conversation around college football this year will be, is there any team that's going to be able to dethrone the, the Georgia Bulldogs from being the kings of college football. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We're also going to fill in the blank. College football is best when blank is good. And Chris, I think both of these things lend itself to one another because college football is best when, I'll answer it, Notre Dame is good. Not only wow. are, they, are they a perennial power, <laughs> but people love to hate Notre Dame. When they're good, people point to them as the villain. Oh, we're independent. Blah blah. blah. They hate Notre Dame. They want to hate the fighting Irish. So I think that that you need a villain in college football to be good in order for college football to be at its peak. Yeah, but here's the problem that I have with Notre Dame, and I'm I'm with you because it is one of the biggest brands in football, but what have they done in the last two decades to deserve to be that? They don't have any national titles to speak of. They got a couple of college football playoff experiences. Okay, congratulations. You're independent. You can pick your schedule. A lot of the times you play cupcakes. Cool. But but you got to actually do some high-level winning to, to, to be in that conversation in terms of being deserving to, you know, be one of the barometers for whether or not college football is good. I hear where you're coming from, and I get it. When, when Notre Dame is good, a lot more people are interested in college football. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of yes. college football, though. They don't, they don't win anything of consequence when it comes to the postseason. For a program to have that kind of publicity – it's just it's just one of those things where they don't have the winning to support it when it matters the most. Now, I'll say this. College football is at its best when USC is good. Ooh. Like when there's a team on the West Coast that's actually good and when it's Southern Cal with how storied that program is, the history of great players, when, when they're actually good, I think you see a bump in college football. Like Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley going out to USC is one of the best things that have happened to college football in the last decade. So I'm excited to see what college football is going to be because that's going to be one of the teams that's going to be in the conversation early on for a college football playoff spot, and there's really nobody getting in the way of them getting there. 
And part of the reason that we picked those two teams is because people love to hate them. People love to hate an amazing USC quarterback that's probably yeah. going to win the Heisman. It's just something that people really love. Shout out to Board Geniuses on Twitter who had the college football is best win blank topic. But we want to hear from you. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. You can fill in the blank and play a little Mad Libs with us. We're going to take your calls later in the show. But coming up next with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Russell Wilson's former Seahawks teammate, KJ Wright, he says the Broncos quarterback has a lot of making up to do. How does a player go about that? Next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.